0: What?
1: Are you ready? I mean, we've been gone for like three weeks.
0: Well, that's because we've been busy doing other things. Busy doing what? What have we been busy doing? I've been busy going on dates. I don't know about you. Wait, have you been
1: busy going on dates? Wait, no, seriously.
0: No, you've been going on dates? I don't want to call them dates, all right? I'd call them social interactions as I move the mic. Hold (laughs) up.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, wait. I'm sorry, it's been such a long, huh? Welcome back to another episode <laughs> of the G's for Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Radio Williams. And this is Sean Luke. They missed us.
0: They missed us. So you've been out there dating? I have not been dating dating, all right? Apparently, the rules of dating have changed over the years. So apparently, we've just been socializing. You've been socializing? Yes. See, look
1: at you doing big things. I heard. I you, try. I heard you out there. Uh, you just released a YouTube show on uh, the Sketch Fred channel on YouTube. Yeah,
0: it's called the Geektopians. It's, um...
1: Okay, oh, we're god. gonna we're gonna stop doing that. We're just having too much fun with the soundboard.
0: Oh my god, yes. We have a new soundboard now and we're just like going crazy with this. So but nah, uh you did we we
1: we, we all did, everybody over at Sketchfed, uh the production team, production team seventeen oh one, uh we've been kinda busy uh behind the scenes. Uh, and even though the watery anime girls have been doing their thing, we me, Sean, Jesse. We kind of just stepped away from G's for Geek just for a little bit, just so we can get Sean's show, The Geektopians, underway. Because we've been doing so many screen tests and scripts and everything, and it's just been like, oh my God. So, dude, tell us a little bit more about you. I want you to boast for once. Come on. Well,
0: you want me to boast? I want you to boast. Come on.
1: All right. All right. That's enough of that there. <laughs> that's enough of that there. All right. So now, come on, tell us about the Geektopians.
0: All right. Well, basically, it's a YouTube show and I'm hoping it transitions into more. But that's later on. down We the know line. it's a YouTube I show. Have, I have great and large aspirations. But for me, it's just a simple it's a simple YouTube show where we talk about topics that either don't get talked about or don't get brought up enough to actually say or have an impact in the geek community. Um, and then there are going to be episodes where we just, you know, have fun and talk about what we love, period.
1: Oh, I mean, that's that's great. So this first episode, I, I, I ended up watching it but I had to watch it because I had to edit it. Well, oh, clearly. Yeah, but you talked about toxicity and fandom, and which we kind of talked about on the last show, this episode when we had our non Brandon from the hidden, the hidden Nerd Village.
0: I actually learned a lot when we did that as well because and, uh, yeah. it helped
1: me out a lot to, to go in that direction. Well, I definitely want to have him back on the show, but... I think he also helped with, you know, giving our team the idea to, to go full circle with the topic of toxic fandom. So come on, elaborate a little bit more for us.
0: Well, OK, what do we, what do people want to know? Do they want to know what toxic fandom is? Because I feel like it's a very generic topic right there where do you have these fans that are just literally derogatory towards other fans, you know, whether it's bullying or anything like that. It's just fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. It's yeah. fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. I hate
1: you. I definitely so agree. Much. No, but I definitely agree. It is fucking bullshit that uh, you, we we have fans in our community who are just very toxic and very like.
0: Oh, yeah. There's, there's people in every. no, and, uh, and like I said, there's people in every community out there that has toxic fans. You know, whether it's music, TV, movies, whatever, like everybody has those toxic fans where it's like people get like to the point of death threats.
1: OK. What? No, no no, you're no, planning. No. no, I'm not planning anything, no, but dude, continue.
0: So as I'm weary now because he has the soundboard in his hand and I don't trust him, basically, uh I just hope that it reaches fans, it enlightens it even just even if it just gives some information. I'm hoping that something great comes out of it, and I hope to keep continuing this. You know, with topics that people, the fans themselves, people that enjoy it, Mm want to talk about. Like, I have a friend uh, who's a geek Muslim. Oh? Yeah. Oh, my God. He's a geek Muslim, and he wants to come on the show, Okay. and he wants to talk about Muslims and geekdom. I would love, I would love to see that episode. Yeah. And then, of course, we have...
1: We just got to get that going. We have to get that going.
0: Uh, we just – and then obviously there's more like uh, – there's the LBGT. There's actually a couple people that came to me already to talk about they want to, want to be on the show, right? And I'm looking forward to all that. I'm looking forward to sitting down with, with people who have experienced mm-hmm. many different facets of the culture and, and having interviews and things like that. I just I'm – I'm happy. I'm happy it came out. I'm happy. I thank you. For all the hard work that you've done, because none of this would have been possible without your help. Whoa! Oh come on, that's
1: unnecessary. Whoa! That is unnecessary.
0: Nece- all right, that was an
1: unnecessary sound clip. Just to wow, you just actually. really like you really like <laughs> pissing on yourself. It's very old school to do a sound clip, isn't it? Like doesn't. Well, it apparently we're old school radio jocks now. Yeah, We pretty much <laughs> are. <laughs> no, but uh, if, you know, like you know, like I've always used Adobe adobe photoshop and then now me using premiere and then and the hashtag free plug because i love adobe cloud me using adobe audition me using um just everything that comes with that package i think it's a reasonable price and this is even a sponsorship i think that if you're a graphic designer or some type of artist um it is a great investment to go with this particular adobe product it's helped us out with launching this very first episode whether if it's adobe after effects um Whether if it's Premiere, Photoshop, Encoder, uh, Audition, um, it's just been really great. But yeah, like it was very hectic this week trying to edit and then do last minute edits and then make sure like I'm meeting like, you know, we're having meetings, you, me and Jesse. And it's like, uh, can you go back and redo this? And I'm like, yeah, I can do this. And there's the render time. So it's a let that went into it but i really enjoyed you know putting together the episode and i hope this is something new for sketch too like you know like we're doing g's for geek we're doing the watery anime girls we're doing uh the the geektopians which has been long overdue because finally where we've been calling you our fans out there or our listeners or the handful of people who listen to us the geektopians we now have a platform where we can talk to you about
0: geek stuff yeah, and culture, and I mean it's a very beautiful thing. Like, Yay! oh, oh. <laughs> thanks, little John. Thank you. I mean, listen,
1: you know That's what I feel about at the end of your show. Like the end of your show <laughs> is, is just is like the, the, <laughs> the like it's like a PSA. Like you know the <laughs> the more geeks know. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like well, you you know the new. <laughs> But oh, and I'm not sure if you guys know this, but there is also a new sketch, a uh, catchphrase for the G's for Geek, as well as for uh, the Geektopians. We have an actual catchphrase now. We'll probably use it at the end of this show if we can remember it. No, no, I, I do remember it. It's um, do you? Do yeah. you? Yeah, I've been I've been typing it up over and over. Like, um, <laughs> it's 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 pretty much uh, it's, um, it's not this.
0: Well, hello, boy. No,
1: that is... Wait, play that again?
0: Well hello boys.
1: Alright, stop it. Stop it. That's not it's not that type of show. It's uh um and as always stay stay geek. See, there you go. It's so simple it's very simple, right? You know, I like that. As a whole way, stay Keep geek. Keep it simple. Yeah. Well no, I, I get it. Well hello it. boys. You know, that's when my voice was young. That's when I was doing it and my voice was young and I said And that's how I feel when you look at me when I'm about to go on a rant and you just shut me down. Yes. Uh, just I just really,
0: yeah. Anyway, so on this episode... <laughs> nice. I, I have something to deter him now.
1: <laughs> on this episode of the G's for Geek podcast, we are going to be talking about... I don't know. It's Once again, G's for Geek podcast is a shoot-the-shit show. I don't have to tell you guys that because, as you know, we just shoot the shit with one another. I mean,
0: we, we, we shoot the shit about everything. I mean, and then the fact that right now we're literally just talking about accomplishments. Yeah. And I think that in, in general... When we talk about geekdoms and accomplishments, we talk about a lot of different things that have happened over the damn years. Like look at look at Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. like it, it, it's an accomplishment, even though they're kind of behind the ball when it comes to female led superhero movies.
1: Well, uh, as a surprise, uh, you're going to be my date tomorrow to go see a screening of Captain Marvel because I have tickets, thanks to uh, via via watery.
0: Wait, oh, you actually got the tickets? Yeah.
1: Via, via posted up something and um i um yeah it's via yeah i get the two sisters confused it's via and raven watery i get them confused um yeah, Via, Via posted up something that I, I, I selected to, and then tomorrow night, me and Sean Luke over here will be going to a special screening in New York City for Captain Marvel, so we will have something to talk about. No, not Captain Marvel. Well, no. No, it's It's Shazam. It, it's Shazam. Thank you. Uh, Which is who's, Captain Marvel. Who is also Captain Marvel. Thank you. I'm like, wait a minute. What? So, oh, that you know what? I didn't even put two into the other, that Marvel released a movie uh captain marvel and next month with shazam who is also aka captain marvel under the dc franchise that's so close back to back with each other how do you feel about that sean
0: you know they actually made a lot of comparisons for it but i will say that for me captain marvel is nothing like shazam no
1: well um, I'm happy that DC's introducing Shazam more in a action comedy. I'm, I'm happy that they're really seeing it more as an action comedy because Shazam really is. you know. Yeah,
0: Shazam. Think about it. It's a 10-year... It's like a... Well, in this case, he looks more like 15. It's a 15-year-old boy mm-hmm. that becomes a superhero.
1: Uh-huh. Sounds like every boy's fantasy.
0: Exactly. But then he yeah. turns out to be more than what he bargained for. Oh.
1: Well, I also want to see that uh, superhero movie that's like the reverse
0: Superman. Oh, Br- Brightburn? Yeah. Uh, on Netflix? Yeah. <laughs> Netflix? Is that coming on Netflix? It's coming out on. I think it's coming out on Netflix. I thought that was coming on the movie. I didn't know it was coming out on uh, Let me see. Because uh, apparently Netflix likes to own everything now. Oh. Especially now that it has the Oscar-nominated *Roma*.
1: Uh, I don't. I don't know what Netflix is. I know what Nefli is. <laughs> Nefli. Nefli. Netflix. It's very French. Yeah, French. We're just Frenching up everything now. You know, I do hate when people um try that with some word. That's us say when people are like, hey, can we go to Target? Can are, are, we, are you free to go? to No, it is Target. Like, this isn't even a, a hashtag free sponsor. Call it what it is. It is Target. All right. They'll call it Target. Don't try to spruce it up like it's Ikea. All right. Ikea is worthy of Ikea. But Tarje Target, see got me already on it right now. Alright, so Don't worry. We'll
0: get more, you know.
1: So back to you, sir. Yeah,
0: no, you're right. I believe it's it is it it's looking like a movie. Oh,
1: it is coming out yeah. in the movies. Okay, yeah. I think that's gonna be great. Like it's supposed to be a superhero um horror film there.
0: Oh, well, it's better than the um better than the dark phoenix that's coming out that's for damn sure cringe
1: but you know what you have to give fox um is it fox marvel now fox well technically until the
0: end i i until supposedly and i use quotations until the end of march it is still two separate companies
1: okay well you still have to give fox a lot of credit i feel like they have saved the x-men franchise with doing x-men um the x-men academy not x-men academy what um the younger versions of the x-men new class first class oh okay. and and from that point on trying to fix everything that they kind of did after uh x-men two yeah i think everything after x-men two well, yeah
0: because they they tried to eliminate the last stand and literally they're just repeating the same mistake do you on think a different so Different platform um think about it you're killing a beloved character okay because it's not a spoiler it's in the goddamn trailer oh well I didn't I didn't know you just kind of spoiled it for me oh well let me spoil it some more oh. mystique dies
1: no oh well she should because um not the actress but the character because I hate what fox is doing with her and the whole makeup and how far they've come and how she's gone gotten brighter instead of having more of that darker tones uh skin tones she's just keep getting brighter and brighter now she's trying to look like um Like a smurf.
0: She's going. Hashtag not my mystique. Hashtag not
1: my mystique. All right. Hashtag not my mystique. Hashtag let's make Yama great again. Um, Yamchao. Yamchao great again. Um, We can keep going all night on this. All
0: right. Listen, Yamcha's a scrub. Leave it at that. Yamchao's only a scrub because people have written him off like that. All right. All right. There's not been one instance where Yamcha looked like a badass.
1: All right, so even though... And I'm going to cross back into your show for a minute here on the Geetopian. So even though you were talking about um, fanfic in uh, the Geetopians, uh, if I could do a fanfic, I would write that Yamcha gets a hold of the dragon balls and wishes himself to be a saiyan and then let's see what happens all right and i and, and i don't want him to stop at regular saiyan i want him to like wish himself to be like like greater than
0: vegeta but not as great as goku and you know what Shinron's gonna say that is beyond my power i
1: don't think it's beyond i don't i, I don't think it's beyond his power i think that's bullshit <laughs> see? even the crowd thinks the, the crowd disagrees with you it's complete bullshit. Um, it's within Shinran's power mm-hmm. to get, to grant that type of wish, and I think Yamcha needs to be great again. But I digress. We will not make this a whole episode about making Yamcha great again, even though we have the hats in print to uh, get oh, those Jesus. out. And he, ladies
0: and gentlemen, he actually does have them ready to yes, go. He 20, has make Yamcha great again
1: 2020, starts. we're going to get our red make Yamcha great again hats Like going. He
0: literally has this ready to go. It's um, disgusting. It's yeah, this will be the 2019 theme, by the way.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm so, um, I, I'm, I love Dragon Ball, but um, until we make Yamcha great again, and I feel like people are always going to try to make that argument that he's not. But once again, I, I will cut it off here. So, Sean, uh, what else do you want to talk about today?
0: Uh there's really, I mean, I, I want to go to keep talking about trailers. I saw that Aladdin trailer today. Oh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Did
0: you see it? <gasps>
1: oh, sorry, that was the wrong one. Ooh.
0: Okay. At first, the first trailer did not sell me. Okay. Because you know you had Blue Smith, Blue, but this Blue trailer, now that you see it in action, and now that you actually see the story behind it, makes more sense.
1: All right. I hate to do a what if question, but if Robin Williams was still alive, do you think he would have? No. no. You don't think he would have played
0: a lot. No, he he was done playing that role long before Aladdin three. Why? Oh, well, I mean,
1: I feel like with Aladdin 3, they just started milking it at that point. Yeah. You know, it was just...
0: And the only reason why he came back... I forgot why he came back, but there was a reason why he came back. And the whole reason why he did Aladdin to begin with was because he made, he wanted to put in the contract that he didn't want to be the main focus of the publicity. Okay. Right? And technically, Disney violated that contract. Because if you look at the poster, he's the big part of that poster.
1: Well, I think Genie is such an iconic character, aside from Aladdin, because of the humor that um, Robin Williams brought to that movie. So it's kind of a... It's kind of give or take, you know, or not really a give or take, but it's like, I get it. Like the, it should be about the next Disney princess. It should be about the next Disney prince who, you know, is the I underdog mean, who wants to, you know, overcome poverty in order to become wealthy.
0: How do you feel about that theory that Aladdin actually takes place in the future? In the, in the future what? In the future. Like after the world's been devastated and they rebuilt the world, like the Aladdin, the story of Aladdin takes place in the far future. No. No, no. Because that's the only way Robin Williams' genie was able to know these characters. No, he's a genie. I think genies have magical powers to but know. But they don't time travel. Uh, genies
1: have magical powers to know. Oh my God, we're going to do this. I guess this is going to be the title of this episode. Uh, <laughs> genies have magical powers. Um, genies have magical powers. I think they can go anywhere in time. They can see anything. They can do anything. They don't. They can't grant wishes to fulfill their own. Uh, once, but they can probably put themselves in any place of time.
0: So, and I, I don't, I, 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 have to disagree with that because mm-hmm. even with phenomenally cosmic powers, mm-hmm. right? There are still limits to which you know you could deal with. Like I, th- I believe time travel is one of those limits. No, we're not talking about his superiority.
1: I don't know, we're just gonna let that happen. I,
0: that that was the wrong time to let that happen. Yeah,
1: we're just gonna let that happen. Let that sink in for a minute.
0: No, but seriously, uh Like I, I've always wondered like what what leads to these powers for these people? Like fairies have certain powers, right? You have genies that have certain powers. You have,
1: like... Well, aren't... Well, the way that we create mystical creatures, don't they all come from different cultural sense of, like, fairy tales and demons? Like, stories that, culturally, throughout the ages, you know, um, across the world, people have either, you know told to to either not really scare their kids but to teach like a sense of value like don't do this like don't go out. i know like in the philippines there's like a there's like um uh i don't want to say a demon but it's like a a creature that like don't go out late at night because this creature might you know grab you up i I know Um, like
0: about a bunch of like like the chupacabra yeah in um puerto rico you know, this goat eating monster that was out of nowhere.
1: But I feel like a lot of those are creative like what are they called? Myths or supernatural. They're- I think they
0: the myth I think they're myths. Okay. Or urban legends. Thank urban you. Urban
1: legends. legends. I think they're created um one to create not To create a sense of fear of why people shouldn't do things, but at the same time, like, it's just something that plays on our fantasies and the way that we imagine things can be and and go.
0: Yeah, that I agree, but what about urban legends like Slenderman, like...
1: Uh, Or Momo? uh,
0: That freaking Momo challenge. Why? Why is that Momo challenge?
1: Denied! Uh, That was just a real horrible, like... Right, and, th-
0: they, and they literally convince people to call the phone and like get their information. Well,
1: well I do love the SNL skit of oh, of yeah. the Momo, ch- like the the chicken that looks like Momo, but it's not supposed to be Momo. Yeah. But it feeds your kids chicken, but it. So that's very creepy. Sadly, I heard the artist um, read an article about that. The artist destroyed the actual statue in response to people doing the momo challenge it's kind of sad that you know something that was created artistically it's kind of like Pepe the frog like you know Mm -hmm. Pepe the frog was created no not to be considered as a racial meme it was just a creation um that somebody like really enjoyed doing and then it got translated into something negative because a group of people kind of transformed it into that so that's kind of sad
0: it's very interesting when i think about stuff like that because like, what is artistry? And it's, it's funny because we were watching this really horrible Netflix movie.
1: Oh, what? It was Velvet Buzzsaw. Uh, I haven't seen it.
0: It's... Don't. You don't okay, need I,
1: to. Oh, oh, the it amount was...
0: of confusion that comes up with that show. It was on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Okay. Right? But it does raise a very interesting question, which also goes back to, you know, why these urban legends or myths or even like myth, uh, like these magical creatures or whatever mm-hmm. are created. You know what is value once you take it for granted, or once you use it for nefarious means, like um, the story of Godzilla. I I hate you know I love I hate to go there, but I love Godzilla. The story of Godzilla is basically what if genetic testing, what if nuclear testing. You know, gone horribly wrong. And what was the fallout of nuclear testing that people don't realize? But that's
1: actually believable because you think of it as well.
0: Most urban legends are can be believable. Well, outside of urban legends, because like, if the, you also think about it is in the sewers,
1: if you think about the evolution of men, like some people say that our evolution is an expanse of you know, comments hitting the earth, killing off the previous life forms on Earth, and whatever. Specimens from those asteroids combining into the Earth's atmosphere kind of changed some of the the DNA of a lot of the previous creatures that came out of the ocean. And I do believe that. I do believe in evolution and men coming from monkeys. I do believe, as much as I do believe, and you know, I have a sense of um, idealism towards religion, I also believe that we are um, a product of evolution. So I wouldn't be surprised if we accelerated some form of evolution here on earth through um uh experiments such as nuclear testing you
0: know I, I mean yes and no I mean I feel like the most if you look at it through a realistic perspective the most you'll do most you'll get with nuclear testing is like po- is poisoning
1: but who's death. the but think about it like this how many creatures? With that are that are still alive that we haven't like, you know, you know, performed genocide on yet by moving into their uh, habitat, habitat. How many creatures have instincts that allow them to survive because they adapted to their environment? You know who's to say that Godzilla isn't a product of adapting to a poisonous habitat that
0: it created an immune system, or Godzilla could have been but one. Godzi- no, of, it, that's exactly It could have been, it 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 been, been one of many. It it is literally a byproduct of our mm-hmm. neglect in testing mm-hmm. these nuclear weapons yeah. without without any care of the uh, life inside the ocean or wherever well, the case may what's be. What's
1: that, Alan? That has all the um. Not iguanas. uh, What are they called? Kimono dragons. Oh,
0: the Galapagos?
1: Yeah. So um, I can imagine that Like if we were to, uh, as men, not just the United States, but as men, we were to affect a habitat like that, that has creatures like that, you might have out of a thousand, two or three that when they have their offspring develop a new genetic code that allows for them to evolve to withstand stuff like that
0: well but doesn't that happen naturally i mean yeah over time but
1: well we've seen we, we've seen it with insects um you know i feel like insects are technically de-evolved in size to become what they are now, you know but there was. Who hasn't
0: evolved? Roaches. Roach.
1: Super well, roaches. but once again, I feel like roaches have de- evolved You know, we're not. We don't walk down the street and wonder why is there like a giant cockroach like that's like you know two floor sto- tall. That's you know, because,
0: that's because we haven't been to Australia yet.
1: Um, so first of all, everything. in is that a cookie? Are yes, you eating amazing. a cookie?
0: Oh my god! This cookie
1: looks like the Millennium Falcon. It. Ladies, oh my god, I should see. I have to take a photo because <laughs> the cookie really does look like the Millennium Falcon.
0: Hold on, I'm a, I have okay, to take a picture so of it too. I'm taking cookie photos, ladies and gentlemen. We have officially on air by pure chance Sad. of me and my hungry ass self found the Millennium Falcon cookie
1: as a cookie. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Bubways. Bubway. Thank you, Bubways. Eat fresh. Eat fresca. Eat
0: eat fresh. Eat Eat
1: fresca. Is that what we're doing now in order to, like, just change names? So, oh, I'm sorry. So I retract my earliest name. It's not Adobe. It's Hadobe. Hadobe? Hadobe. It's Hadobe. Yeah, it's like a Hadouken, but it's a Hadobe.
0: I like to... This way we don't get (laughs) Hattacked. I like to
1: use the Hadobe cloud. Yes. Yes, and Sean is eating a bubway cookie a bubway cookie a bubway cookie i'm eating and we recommend movies cookie. we recommend movies from Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. yeah so but um but i do think that like um environment wise like well at least it's better than people who are like oh the earth is flat and there's a ice wall and there's a giant hole like i just don't i don't
0: get that when the hell did we turn into game of thrones just now i i don't know man I mean, it is scientifically proven that there is an ozone layer hole, giggity.
1: Oh wow! No, but I, I, I think like, um, what would this world be like if we found out if there's a Godzilla? See, that's what makes it, me are kind of afraid to go see that new Godzilla movie, which looks tremendously awesome, but at the same time,
0: I think it's a think that one's a real, purely realistic expectation of what would happen if giant monsters created. Through, the, through various means come onto this earth it's just pure destruction but
1: I do like the idea that people are, th- are they're writing in a way like what if these animals were the original titans from Greek mythology because you have before you have the gods of Greek mythology you had the titans so what mm-hmm. if Godzilla was a titan that was defeated by the god you know see ah look at you, look at you. you're thinking about it right I mean, yeah. What if Zeus defeated Godzilla?
0: Well, one, we'd find out Zeus was an actual like alive creature. Yeah,
1: that'd be interesting, right? I want to his guardian. I want to see that fanfic right there.
0: Zeus versus Godzilla. Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe just the Greek gods versus Uh, Monster Island. I want
1: to see Apollo take down Mothra. I wanna see uh, Rodan get taken down by um Hermes. by Hermes or Hades.
0: I wanna see Hades versus King Ghidorah. That'd be an interesting fight.
1: All right. Because then you have
0: Cerberus there as well.
1: Alright, Utopians, if you're out there and you're an artist, uh, we need some fan theory going on here. We need somebody to come up with this. <laughs> we, need uh, <laughs> we need fan art. We need fan of, art. We need fan art like what I talked
0: about in the fandom. Uh,
1: take Disney's Hercules, replace all the Titans with Godzilla, Hercules, with Hercules. with Godzilla creatures, uh, and then let's see how this story plays out. Or, or better yet, um, there was a live action movie, um, uh, what was it? Hermes? No, not Hermes. Um, uh, Wrath of the Titans. All right, if you take Wrath of the Titans and replace that footage out with Godzilla movies, what does that look like?
0: You see, ah, it's interesting, right? Ah, uh, oh my God! See, yo, yeah. somebody needs to do that supercut. Some I, I want see to see a, a wrath of the super, titans
1: supercut. Uh, a supercut, like let's wait until this movie comes out. Get, um, let's take out all the jet fighters, all the helicopters. Let's do a wrath of the titans versus Godzilla. Oh, let's not take Godzilla from two thousand and um, what was that? It was that nineteen ninety nine, the one with Puff Daddy in the soundtrack. Come with me. Do you know the old, the one with um, Ferris Bueller in it?
0: Matthew Broderick. Uh, yeah, he that will, horrible Godzilla yeah. movie that we don't talk about. That they made an animation of. Because they of. made Siskel and Ebert the freaking mayor of New York. Oh God, that's just a horrible,
1: horrible. But anyway, that's not that Godzilla movie. The Godzilla movie that came out after. I think it's like in the 2000s, the one that's just...
0: Oh, Godzilla 2000? Yeah, they king, made the I think it's King. Isn't it King's
1: a Godzilla it's king? king.
0: Of, yeah, I think it's like King of Monsters. Yeah,
1: let's see that, you know? Well, does that make King Kong a titan? Yes. He would have been a titan too, right?
0: Yeah, that's why, they're, that's why they're setting up for King Kong versus Godzilla in the third movie. Really? Yeah, this movie is supposed to set up Godzilla King of Monsters. Okay. Right? And then King Kong... It's supposed to be right after that, and it's supposed to have its own spin.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, that, that'd that be interesting. I want to see that. Geektopians, please let us know what your thoughts are. What do you want to see? Do you want to see this fanfic of King Kong, King of Monsters? Well, sorry, Godzilla King of Monsters versus uh, the, the the Greek gods. Um I think that would be just a very, very interesting, interesting, interesting move. Uh, what else do we have to talk about? I think, I think
0: I'm looking forward. Like I'm just looking forward to that movie in general. I'm a huge Godzilla fan. Are so, oh, you? Yeah.
1: Yes. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. There, I'm too far away from the soundboard to do any stupid clips. So I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> lazy. It's, it's within arm's reach, but I'm kind of like, no. Nah, yeah, you know, just kinda, uh, it's kind just- of. I'm kind of tired to. Press the button right now! Oh my! Oh oh, oh my!
0: There you go. Yeah, uh,
1: Discovery. I love how Discovery, Star Trek Discovery, come to speak about it, is getting so much praise during season two, um, for being a better show than what season one was. My but response: What? It's
0: just fucking bullshit! It's fucking bullshit!
1: It's fucking bullshit! But, but it's you, fucking bullshit! I can't even speak over that. But here's what's funny: people said that about TNG. People said that about Next Generation. Oh, the first episode, the first season, of Next Generation was horrible, but now everybody praises the Next Generation, praises Jean Luc Picard. Uh, Jean Luc. Jean Luc. Jean oh, sorry. sorry. Your name, <laughs> your name is Jean Luc, it's so. It's right there. It's right there. Jean Luc Picard. We'll get you on another episode just with a full um, red captain shirt on this time. Okay. With, the, with the pips on the side. Really? <laughs> yeah, we'll get the pips. Maybe I'll show. I'll come on as a cameo. I'll try to either be Riker or Worf.
0: Oh my god!
1: You know, what's always like been messed up in the bro code of that show. That Worf at some point dated Deanna Troy. Yeah, you know, like he was like, "Listen, Riker, I know you're not doing anything with her, but um, I want to get in on." It. And then he he was smooth too because he used Alexander to get kind of close. To Deanna, and plus Alexander was already cool with Deanna Troy's mom, so it's kind of it's kind of some slick shit right there. Yeah, I just went full geek right there. Yo, Cause... you
0: nah, it's all right because that, he he went about it the right way. Nah, and then he I got like... the kid to like the girl first, then he swooped on in and got and got into that and got into that nasty nasty.
1: And then I like how he tried to go up to Riker like, hey Riker, you know. Thank you, Quagmire. Thank you. Like I just like how he went up to like Riker and was like, "Hey, Riker, you know, I know you know, I know you, me, were friends, and you know Deanna, but you know." But in the end, Riker married Deanna Troy, right, Captain Deanna. Yeah, in the end, they get married in the movie. Oh, remember? And then that Wharf was uh all salty at the wedding. Yeah, and then you know, off later gets married and he loses his wife. That's two wives he lost.
0: Right, and then he ends up with the other chick, doesn't he? Ooh, in the last season of DS Nine. That's the one. Uh, no, she ends up with Bashir.
1: Ew, with Doctor Bashir. Ew. Yeah, yeah, I know. Ew. You know, I know, but I'm not a fan of Desiree Dax's character. I love the actress, but I'm not
0: a fan of Desiree. Desiree was just—I don't know. It. I felt uh, like I felt like the only reason why she was put there was because the original actress said I wanted to leave. Well, it either that well i do i do uh, i don't see it like that though i feel like like, jazia i feel like
1: i feel like they just didn't want to write in a new character and it made more sense because of jazia and the Mm -hmm. dax symbiote to continue on having a dax on that show so as much as i'm like uh i'm not a fan of desiree but i do like the story premise that like she was on the ship during Mm -hmm. the transport and she was the only one that was around in order for them to transport the symbiote into, into her. So I get that. I'm just not a fan. There's like something about her character.
0: Like, well, they didn't give a chance for her power and her character to progress because they put her in dang near the last season.
1: No, 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 no. I disagree. They did give her a chance to progress in the sense that
0: she was the new ship's. She was the counselor, and yeah, but, we but the thing is is that why are you adding a new character in the last season in the middle of a damn war? Well, once again
1: and it's like we just said like you know the 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 actress who was playing Jaze you know decided she wanted to leave um the show felt like it would have been empty because where Jaze and Cisco had this friendship of like you know like I, th- I feel like Jaze's friendship was always. Like, she was always his number two, like, Riker versus yeah. Major Kira, and I get it. Major Kira was kind of like, okay, I'm Bajoran, and I'm always going to want to do things the Bajoran way, not the Federation way, where Jazea kind of understood everything from the Federation well, yeah, to was Klingon. Like
0: Jazea was, a former, was like a former mentor, if you will, mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. His, in the former symbiote's life, if you will, for the captain.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I have to say this is the first time on Jesus for Geek I felt like I just went full geek.
0: Um oh, there have been other times, I but for
1: this been, segment yeah, of G for Geek. Yeah. yeah. But um I do think like I don't know, like I, I I'm Desiree just doesn't do it for me.
0: No, I get it. I mean it's something we could talk about so, later. I mean there's a whole other conversations we could talk about with Star Trek in general. How do you th- how do you feel about Picard coming back? I wanna see what they're doing with that because I don't I don't understand why. He would he, come back. His arc ended in that last. To me, that where he went through that whole paradox, mm-hmm. that should have been where it's ended. I understand the movies and stuff like that, but even in the movies, he was more of like a secondary character. Well, if they bring
1: him back, do you think they'll bring back Kate
0: McGrew? They have to, but she has gone old. So, well,
1: and, and, in the last Star and, and Patrick Trek. Patrick Stewart looks like he's never. He, right, like he's But aged. in the
0: last uh, Star Trek movie, they, she does show up as an admiral in a in a cameo scene.
1: Oh, which movie is this?
0: Um, uh Inception. No, what was the one where the where data dies and then the new data shows up?
1: I think that's Inception.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's I think Insurrection. It, Insurrection. Insurrection. Thank there you go. Yeah, I think that was the last one. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, K. Mulgrew is
1: there. For well, like because everything second. is happening at the same time. Because if you think about it, well, TNG happens where TNG ends. DS Nine doesn't really begin cuz DS9 was happening and simultaneously, and simultaneously as uh, uh TNG was coming to an end because you have Worf transitioning over right. to DS9. Um but I think Voyager happens before DS9, before the Federation had taken yes. over. Yes. Um
0: because there was a big time jump, right? Mm-hmm. And but there was still the the I was going to say Jem'Hadar, no. Uh the Maquis. Yeah. You know they still had the, the Maquis and they still well the
1: Maquis gets introduced in TNG. Yes. Yeah, you you get introduced to in them.
0: I, and I do love the central thirty one. I think that's what it is.
1: Oh, I I do too. Oh my God, that's that's the alarm going off. Okay. Well, no, 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 no. We we have a few few seconds here. Okay. Um, but no, no. I I I, I, I like the Maquis and, and I think- I mean,
0: I like the lore that comes with Star Trek. Okay. I do because it the way they deepen it. That's what kind of pisses me off about Discovery why because a part of me feels like they're shitting on the lore well no no no
1: i feel like discovery is actually going back to kind of piece together ost
0: i know and but at the same time they're they're, they're trying to recreate because mm-hmm. this is before the kelvin um, oh
1: the aj a, um jj abrams yeah yeah
0: which we call the kelvin verse uh, okay right um, the since is before that, they can literally just have liberties and then say, well, this is because this is the universe we're in.
1: Okay. Well, I feel like that. And so they're trying to piece together to OST. I hope they also try to work towards bridging some of the things from Enterprise. Uh, it's sad that Enterprise got, was like the shortest running of all the series.
0: It, it's also sad how it ended. Because yeah. Because at the end, it, it was just a simulation uh, yeah but Riker. but
1: it was a good trend it was a great if you really look at enterprise now like all star Trek fandom aside if you really was to look at that show and say to yourself oh my god this is really a great show like um for the storytelling of not trying to compare captains i think you have something okay. um with that i think i think that's it for us so anything you want to add sean
0: Uh no, I'm good. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be back. G for G. Let's keep working on it. Let's keep doing it, guys. Please make sure you check out the first episode of the Geektopians Mm -hmm. on the SketchFed YouTube channel. Right? Check out my IG called the Geektopians, Mm -hmm. and just keep in touch.
1: And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, as always, we stay geek.
0: Oh yeah, we are out of here now. So stay geeky, my friends. we are out of (laughs) here. Thank you.